Hey, it's Monika, and welcome back to the Home Health Occupational Therapy Explorer podcast. This also is another um, experimentation with creativity. We could call it an exploration for formatting. And I just want to come to you as if this is a, a verbal journal of my life experience currently as a home health OT on March 22nd. 2020 Sunday um the the dynamics for this area of practice have changed drastically and we are now under CDC guidelines to um protect ourselves or to at least know what to do um in case we end up in the midst of a case of a COVID-19 virus and so what this has meant for me in my own practice is um, having a really wide range of emotions around this. Um, Last week feeling everything from super excited for what that could mean to how we can really do home health OT now to super scared and scared for myself, scared for my coworkers, scared for the patients. And then also um, just hearing a really beautiful message today in the church service that I went to about flattening the curve of fear and and so being smart but not having to walk so afraid and I really loved hearing that message and I've been so inspired also by reminders to just get centered um, whatever that means whatever religion you do or don't practice if it's a sport obviously a solo sport, um, whether that's writing or journaling or creating. And for me, what it's been is um, qigong, meditation, prayer, journaling, walks outside. I'd have to say those are the main ones right now. In conversations with trusted people and mentors in my life. Um, People who can help me stay light, stay bright, because the other thing to me that I see as a potential in my life right now and in this career that I've chosen is to play defense. And I think of the like, like the stomps on the bleachers for playing good defense, because as home health therapists show up to play at a new level to really keep people out of the hospital, which I think is playing defense for the hospital. Because if, if everyone in home health just decided like not to go to work, the ripple effects consequences of that can be hospitals that are so overwhelmed with low level cases. Is that a a really big challenge for this industry? I, I think so. I mean, we, there was, a struggle to keep people out of the hospitals before COVID-19. So how do we do more with less? How do, I, how do I as a team member stay on my side of the street but contribute in a way that potentially by using more phone calls versus on-site visits? Um, and I don't know. I'm, and at this point, I'm experimenting. Um, I'm actually hopeful about using more telephone calls with people. I'm hopeful about using more motivational interviewing. I'm hopeful about getting more educated about what fellow telehealth 
e-medicine resources are already here in my community so that when my patients do have things going on, like there's one who does e-infection MD and they work with um, recurring infection cases and they come to the house. And so um, today I made a referral to a patient to them who called me on a Sunday because of a situation and and I just breathe I breathe knowing that unprecedented times call for unprecedented creativity and perhaps unprecedented compassion and and how you know um Yeah, I guess using the phone, that's my hope right now. And that's like my new focus is how can I use the phone and phone calls to potentially check up on people, but not just to check up on them, but to be mindful in how I'm checking up on them, including asking better questions when I'm on the phone with them of checking on symptoms, educating to symptoms. And I think... We're also in this really beautiful place to educate about COVID-19. And and um, as part of the company that I work for, we, you know, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Bayada. And we are educated to pre-screen um, when we're scheduling, you know, and asking them questions like, have they been to a level three country in the last 14 days? Have they been around or have they been around somebody who has? Do they have any current symptoms of COVID? Do they have a fever? Um, do they have any worsening conditions? Do they have the capability to do Zoom if that were to become something that we need to do? And so I, I love that these are options that we're supported in doing and then checking for all those things in the house in the I mean, I have a full PPE kit in my bag if I need to use it. And I would only use it if it comes up that I'm in a home where perhaps I'm the first person recognizing that there is COVID-19 there. I would have it in my bag to put it on immediately. Um, or if it was a case and I knew I was going into a case with COVID for whatever reason, um, that I would have all that stuff on in that situation. And... And so that's given me peace of mind too, is just making room in my bag to have that full kit available if I needed it. Hmm. Obviously having hand sanitizer fully equipped in my bag before any visits. And I'm also um, prompted, I haven't done this yet, but just taking pictures of my top handouts I think especially the higher symptom handouts. So um, especially for energy conservation, I love the ones from the OT toolkit. And then we have some um, like tools we use to help people manage their symptoms. And I think I'm just going to take a picture of all the blank ones. And if I need to, text it to people and text it. Yeah. Um, just getting creative. What else? Is there anything else right now? Using essential oils is helpful. Staying in touch with people via Zoom. Reading inspiring literature.
yeah, just getting centered. So that's my uh, journal entry for today. Um, take what you like and leave the rest. I know that um, there there's a lot of work happening to open up telehealth as much as possible to us too. And I'm super grateful and um, give a tremendous amount of kudos to Sarah Lyon at OT Potential, who's really trying to bring together uh, a lot of information, current information, current dialogue about telehealth in each state, in each discipline. Um, so if you haven't yet tuned into that, I actually would highly encourage it over at otpotential.com. Um, and there's conversation happening in the Journal Club forum that's just been really helpful, and I think it will continue to be, and hopefully we can keep telling each other what's working. So thanks so much for listening. Um, may you stay safe, stay centered. Uh, <sighs> stay light, stay right. And until next time, drive safe. Count your blessings and keep exploring. Thanks so much for listening.